0: Today is the 28th day of April, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer have dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Hallelujah. Psalms for the 28th Day Evening Prayer Psalms 136, 137, 138 Give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever Give thanks to the God of gods for his mercy endures forever Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever Who only does great wonders for his mercy endures forever Who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters, for his mercy endures forever. Who created great lights, for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern by night, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever. And brought out Israel among them, for his mercy endures forever. With a mighty hand and stretched out arm, for his mercy endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea into two, for his mercy endures forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down great kings, for his mercy endures forever, and slew mighty kings, for his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever, and Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever, and gave away their land for an inheritance, and his mercy endures forever, an inheritance for Israel, his servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endures forever. And delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever. Who gives food to all creatures, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. By the waters of Babylon we sat down and wept when we remembered you, O Zion. As for our harps, we hung them up on the trees in the midst of that land. For those who led us away captive asked us for a song, and our oppressors called for myrrh. Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song upon an alien soil? If I forget you, O Lord, O Jerusalem, let your right hand forget its skill. Let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth, if I do not remember you, if I do not set Jerusalem above its highest joy. Remember the day of Jerusalem, O Lord, against the people of Edom, who said, Down with it, down with it, even to the ground. O daughter of Babylon, doomed to destruction, happy the one who puts you back for what you have done to us. Happy shall be who takes your little ones and dashes them against a rock. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods I will sing your praise. I will bow down towards your holy temple and praise your name because of your love and faithfulness. For you have glorified your name and your word above all things. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the kings of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. They will sing the ways of the Lord, that great is glory of God. Through the Lord be high. He cares for the lowly. He perceives the haughty from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretched forth your hands against the fury of my enemies. Your right hand shall save me. The Lord will make good his purpose for me. O Lord, your love endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Peter, chapter 2, beginning at the 11th verse. Beloved, I urge you as aliens and exiles to abstain from the desires of the flesh that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that though they may malign you as evildoers, they may see your honorable deeds and glorify God who has come to be your judge. For the Lord's sake, accept the authority of every human institution, whether of the emperor as supreme or of governors, as sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to praise those who are right. For it is God's will that by doing right you should silence the ignorance of the foolish. As servants of God, live as free people, yet do not use your freedom as a pretext for evil. Honor everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Slaves, accept the authority of your masters with all deference, not only those who are kind and gentle, but also those who are harsh. For it is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. If you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also has suffered for you, leaving you as an example, so that you should follow as a steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But he entrusted himself to the one who justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that, free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 15, beginning at the twelfth verse. Jesus said to the disciples, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and to bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world will love you as its own. Because you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. Servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sinned. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I have not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not have sinned. But now they have seen and hated both me and my Father. It was to fulfill the word that had been written in the law. They hated me without a cause. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who has come from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. and to Christ the Lamb be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A reading for Thursday from the week of 2 Easter. A reading from a commentary on Daniel by Hippolytus, priest or bishop of Rome, from the year 236. It is precisely because Daniel has made himself small and has given himself out as the most insignificant of all people that the king honored him and established him as a prince over the whole land of Babylon. This reminds us of what the Pharaoh has done for Joseph, establishing him as ruler over the whole land of Egypt. As a matter of fact, only Joseph had been found in the whole land of Egypt who was able to interpret the meaning of Pharaoh's dreams. In Babylon, similarly, no wise person has been able to explain the visions of the king except Daniel. This goes to show you that God, in the course of generations, raises up for himself a holy personages, who is glorifying him in the whole world. Are we not justified, then, in recognizing in these events, predicted by Daniel in Babylon, the things that are being accomplished in today's world? The statue that was then described for the benefit of Nebuchadnezzar represented the empire of the world. In that period of history, the Babylonians held sway. They were the golden head of the statue. After them, the Persians were the masters for 245 years. This goes to show that they represent the silver in the statue. After that, the supreme rule was transferred to the Greeks for 300 years. This began with Alexander of Macedonia, and is symbolized by the brass. They were followed by the Romans, represented by the iron legs, for the Romans had iron strength. Then comes the toe that points to the future democracies, which will be separated from one another as the fingers of the statue, and they are partly iron and partly tile. What does Daniel say after that? A stone which was hewn from a mountain within a hand being put in it, struck its iron and tile feet, And when iron becomes mingled with clay, when this mixture will have reached the fingers and the people no longer will agree among themselves, will any other king remain than Christ? He came from heaven like the stone, detached from the mountain, to overthrow the earthly kingships, to initiate the heavenly kingdom of the saints, which will never be destroyed. He himself will become the mountain and the city of the saints and will cover the whole earth. This is why blessed Daniel has said, In the lifetime of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed nor delivered up to the people. That is, no one might, that is, the doubt that those words, and that no one might ask if truly this will come to pass. Yes or no, the prophet put to the seal, that is, prediction, saying, This is exactly what you dreamed, and its meaning is sure. And you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made